All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, alongside David Bracey. This is Hank Aaron. Welcome to Box Score Breakdown on February 25. David, how you doing? Hank, I'm pretty good, man. How are you? Doing well. All right, let's jump in. We got a bunch of games tonight. Uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks, so let's see what we've got going on here. All right, first game of the night, we got the Hornets at the Pacers. Hornets got blown out, so we do have a little bit of a garbage time situation. Regular players not have the regular allotment of minutes, but I'll start with Washington. Uh, we did have Graham out tonight, so a little bit more usage to go around, and it was a load management kind of night, so he should be back next game. But as far as who was playing, we got P.J. Washington uh, going 
three of nine from the field, three of six from the three-point line, nine points, three rebounds, two assists, no steals, no blocks, two turnovers. Miles Bridges got off to a hot start, finished with 17 points on seven of 16 shooting, two threes for him, six rebounds, one assist, one steal. Cody Zeller, 24 minutes, four of nine from the field, nine points, four rebounds, two assists, one steal, no blocks, and a turnover. Rozier, two of 13 from the field, five points, seven assists, three rebounds, no steals, no blocks, and a turnover. And then Malik Monk, four of 13 from the field, eight points, three assists, no threes, one rebound, one steal, no blocks, no turnovers. Um, we didn't see much going on tonight for the Hornets. Uh, and this is a team that doesn't have too many great fantasy assets. Obviously, Rozier has been pretty good. His field goal percentage has been holding him back. But obviously, he's he's already owned and not really going anywhere and probably not going to fix that field goal percentage this season. Uh, Miles Bridges, probably uh, someone that's being picked up and dropped with some regularity this season. I think he's definitely ownable at this point of the year. He's playing pretty good. And I would keep rolling with him for now. Uh, PJ Washington, if you need threes, uh, you could use him. Otherwise, he's he's going to probably be right off the standard league value. And then off the bench, we had um, Cody Martin going for 30 minutes, 3 of 12 from the field, 9 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, no blocks, 1 turnover. And um, <clears throat> Caleb Martin going for 26 minutes, it looks like. 26 minutes, 4 of 10 from the field, 3 threes for him, 11 points, 3 runs, 2 assists. So I don't think any of these guys are, are worth adding at the moment. I think obviously Graham is worth uh, using when he's playing and he should be back next game. I think Bridges is probably worth owning and Rozier is definitely should be owned. Monk and Washington are kind of running hot and cold. Same thing with Zeller. If they get on a good streak, you could use them. If you're in a pinch, you want three-pointers or scoring, you might be able to use them, but they're probably not going to be consistent 12 team guys anything else with the hornets no i think you covered it all right how about the pacers all right on the indiana side of the ball tj warren got 27 minutes tonight for 19 points on 9 of 12 shooting also contributing three rebounds two assists a steal and two turnovers Demontis Sabonis in 31 minutes had 21 points on 8 of 10 shooting also had a three-pointer pulling down 15 rebounds, had nine assists, no steals, no blocks, and only one turnover. Miles Turner in 27 minutes had six points on two of nine shooting. He had two three-pointers and pulled down 10 rebounds while also adding two assists, two steals, eight blocks, which is just insane. I believe he had six blocks in the first half and only one turnover, so a strong line from Turner tonight. Aaron Holiday in 29 minutes had nine points on three of seven shooting, um, had a three-pointer, also contributed three rebounds, three assists, a block, and only one turnover. Malcolm Brogdon in 24 minutes had 15 points on six of eight shooting, also adding two three-pointers and contributing six rebounds, seven assists, no defensive stats, and four turnovers off of the bench. Um, Justin Holiday got 23 minutes tonight, had 16 points on six of 12 shooting, had two three-pointers, three rebounds, <clears throat> three assists, two steals, a block, and no turnovers. TJ McConnell also got 21 minutes tonight for two points on one of three shooting, while also contributing three rebounds, six assists, no defensive stats, and one turnover. And then Jakar Sampson got around 20 minutes tonight um, and had 10 points on five of seven shooting, while also contributing a rebound, a steal, and a block. Uh, my opinion here, off of the bench, you can probably expect Justin Holiday to have a little bit more usage with uh, the departure of Lamb for what's 
probably going to be the remainder of the season. Um, of course, Old Depot was high up tonight, so the ball is moving around a little bit more. But when he is in the lineup, he's going to soak up a lot of, use, of that usage. So you'll be fading uh, Aaron Hall. That, but TJ Warren, I think, is going to be the guy who, with both um, Lamb and Old Depot out of the lineup, I think TJ Warren is going to continue to be a guy who they look to step up um, offensively alongside DeMontis Sabonis and really help get this Pacers offense rolling. So. Again, I like the strong line from Warren tonight. He had a strong line the last time that they played, and um, I think Warren will probably finish out the season pretty strong here with the loss of Lamb. Um, any thoughts from you about the Pacers? Yeah, sorry. We were having a little technical difficulty there. Um, I agree with you fully on Warren. What were your thoughts on Holiday? Yeah, I think um, Holiday, you know, he's going to get a lot of usage coming off of the bench here with the departure of Lamb. Um, and it showed tonight with um, him kind of contributing across the board. So I definitely think there's some potential there, uh, especially with Old Depot kind of floating in and out of the lineup. So he's a guy who I think is probably available in a lot of leagues and definitely would be worth a flyer, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think he's probably worth adding. Oladipo is still not looking healthy, and um, it's possible he misses more time or even potentially gets shut down. I mean, they're going to want him obviously for the stretch run. So he's not going to be shut down unless he's not healthy, but he does not look healthy. So um, keep your eye on that. And I think Holiday is definitely worth uh, adding and, and seeing how, how it turns out for him. All right, uh, let's go. Uh, before we get to the next game, let's uh, remind you that this podcast, like all of our shows, is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Check out their website at hawaiianisles.com. H-A-W-A-I-I-A-N-I-S-L-E-S.com. On Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. Or on Twitter, H-I Kona Coffee. Hi Kona Coffee. So, you know, I've said it before, but I drink the coffee before our podcast. I end up staying up late. And I don't sleep on Tuesday night. So, high Kona coffee, my recommendation, get whole roasted beans, grind them yourself at home. You get a fresher brew, you get a better coffee. All right, next game on the docket, we've got Milwaukee visiting the Raptors. Bucks picking up the win in a possible uh, Eastern Conference Finals preview. Yanis uh, going for 38 minutes, 19 points, 19 rebounds, 8 assists, no steals, 3 blocks, 4 turnovers. Chris Middleton, 7 of 14 from the field, 2 threes, 6 of 7 from the free throw line, 22 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, no steals and blocks, 2 turnovers. Brooke Lopez had a little bit of black back trouble before the game, but he ended up playing 5 of 13, hit 2 threes, 3 of 4 from the line, 15 points, 3 rebounds, no assists, 2 steals, 5 blocks, and 2 turnovers. So a great line for him and producing as if he's healthy. And then Eric Bledsoe, 5 of 14 from the field, 2 threes, 5 of 7 from free throw line, 17 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, a block, and 2 turnovers. Wes Matthews starting but only playing 20 minutes, 2 of 6 from the field, 1 three-pointer, 7 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist, no steals, no blocks, and a turnover. Off the bench, uh, George Hill continuing to be fairly productive, 2 of 5 from the field, 1 three-pointer, 9 points, 1 rebound, 2 assists, but 3 steals, no blocks, and a turnover, so... Uh, you'll take it in a nine-category league. And then DiVincenzo, the big ragu, not doing much tonight. One of six from the field. Five points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, and uh, no blocks and no turnovers for him. So uh, 21 minutes, 
even in 21 minutes, he's kind of on the borderline of, of nine, 19 value. Of some, uh, excuse me. Borderline of 12 team value. If somehow he could get more minutes, if there was an injury, if there was uh, someone being limited down the stretch, he may, may, may boost up. But uh, certainly uh, worth owning if you want to target steals, assists, um, and just need a lone producer at the end of your bench. Uh, any other thoughts with the Bucks? No, I think All right, how about the Raptors? All right, um, on Toronto's side of the ball, OG Ananobi got 29 minutes tonight and had 11 points on four of eight shooting, had two three-pointers and also contributed five rebounds, four assists, two steals, and no turnovers. Pascal Siakam in 38 minutes had 22 points on six of 14 shooting. He had five three-pointers and also contributed six rebounds, three assists, a block, and four turnovers. Serge Ibaka starting at center in 28 minutes, had five points on two of 15 shooting, really struggled with the shot tonight. Did have a three-pointer and also contributed five rebounds and assists, no defensive stats, and three turnovers. Kyle Lowry in 41 minutes had 10 points on two of 12 shooting. He contributed a three-pointer while also adding four rebounds, six assists, four turnovers, and a block. And then Fred VanVleet, FEV, in 36 minutes had 14 points on five of 14 shooting, adding three three-pointers while also contributing two rebounds, an assist, three turnovers, and a steal. Off the bench, Terrace Davis got 16 minutes tonight for 10 points on three of nine shooting, had a three-pointer, four four rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a turnover. Rondé Hollis, Jefferson, and Chris Boucher right around 19 minutes apiece. RHJ had six points on three of six shooting, while adding eight rebounds, two assists, and two blocks. And then Boucher had 10 points on four of eight shooting, while also contributing seven rebounds, a turnover, and a block. Um of course, Norman Powell's out of the lineup. Marcus Hall's out of the lineup. Uh, when Boucher is getting around 20 minutes, I think that he can contribute um, from a defensive standpoint reasonably enough to possibly be worth a flyer, uh, more of a streamer, in my opinion, than a guy who you're really going to be holding because I truthfully don't really trust the uh, minute share between him and RHJ. Terrence Davis, another guy who you can probably expect to get a little bit more looks um, with Norman Powell out of the lineup because um, they have a pretty short rotation as far as the guards go here in Toronto right now. So, um, Toronto has just really been mired by injuries uh, pretty much all season here, but they have a really good record. So, um, explain that I, I can't really do it, but, um, the Raptors go out there and they win games. Um, they didn't win tonight, but they played a pretty good team. So that tends to happen. But yeah, in my opinion, um, those, those are kind of, kind of going to be the guys outside of the main ones here who may be worth a, maybe worth a look. So Davis and uh, Boucher, maybe in a streaming sense. What are what are your thoughts? Hank? Yeah, I'm with you. I think either one of them could be used uh, if you're in a pinch and you need the need the production. Obviously, with Gasol and Norman Powell out, uh, you know they they have a little bit of time. But either one of them uh, or both of them could be back soon. The updates have been very vague. Um, it seems like they might each be back within the next week or two. So if you want to use Boucher or Davis for the next week or two, go ahead. But even then, their value is fairly limited in 20 minutes a game. So really, if, you, if you're targeting those specific stats, it's fine. Otherwise, you know, you can find more upside and you can find more long, long-term long upside as well. All right. Uh, going over to Oklahoma City where we had a close game with the Thunder pulling it out by two over the Bulls. Um we got Danilo Gallinari going eight of sixteen from the field, five threes, three of four from the 
free throw line, 24 points, four rebounds, no assists, one steal, no blocks, one turnover. So fairly efficient night for him. Steven Adams, six of eight from the field, four of six from the free throw line, 16 points, nine rebounds, two assists, three steals, three blocks, one turnover. So, you know, his second half surge is is uh, continuing. Chris Paul, seven of 15 from the field, didn't hit any threes, but five of six from the free throw line, 19 points, nine assists, three rebounds, a steal, no block, and a turnover. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to continue being very, very productive. Shea, that five of eleven from the field, two threes, nine of twelve from the free throw line, twenty-one points, eleven rebounds, three assists, one steal, two blocks, three turnovers. He's having a massive breakout this year and should only be going forward, uh, you know, bigger and better things in future seasons. And then I don't know how to pronounce the name. Lujan Stort, I may be wrong about that, but uh twenty-four minutes from him, zero points, two rebounds, one assist, no steals, no blocks, no turnovers. So not going to really be on the fantasy radar, uh, regardless of how his name is pronounced. Schroeder had 8 of 12 from the field, 2 threes, 3 of 3 from the free throw line, 21 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, no blocks, and 4 turnovers. And then Nerlens Noll, 20 minutes for him, 3 of 3 from the field, 0 of 2 from the free throw line, 6 points, 1 assist, no steals, no blocks, and a turnover. So his value is tied into the efficient percentages. And the defensive stats, his field goal was good tonight, but the free throw hurts you. And no steals and no blocks, uh, tough to tough to stomach because the points and uh, the other stats usually aren't there. So um, usually gives you a little bit more on the rebounds too, but nothing. So um, as it is with the Thunder, uh, you got the, you know, Galnari, Adams, Paul, Shea, you got to own all those guys. Schroeder also probably must own. And Noel uh, is a guy that, if you're targeting defensive stats and good percentages and low turnovers, can be useful, but depends on your team makeup because he's been having a rough go over the last few weeks, and at this point, it's it's crunch time, and, and you need specific numbers. So if he's not giving you the exact stats you're targeting, then you know he may be someone you, you may need to leave on the wire, even though um, he isn't he, he can be valuable in the right circumstance. Anything else with the Thunder? No, no. I All right, how about the Bulls? All right, for Chicago, Thomas Sadoransky got 32 minutes tonight and had 10 points on 4 of 10 shooting. Also contributing 5 rebounds, 7 assists, no defensive stats, and 5 turnovers. Thaddeus Young in 29 minutes had 8 points on 3 of 8 shooting. He contributed 2 three-pointers and also added 3 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and no turnovers. Daniel Gafford started at center tonight and in 14 minutes had six points on three or four shooting, also adding four rebounds and a block. Zach Levine in 39 minutes had 41 points on 19 of 35 shooting, adding three three-pointers, five rebounds, four assists, a steal, and five turnovers. Ryan Archie Diakino started at point guard tonight and in 17 minutes had two points on one of three shooting, also adding a rebound, two assists, a steal, no turnovers. Off of the bench, Cristiano Felicio, in, I'm sorry, in 32 minutes had six points on three of six shooting. He also added nine rebounds, two assists, a steal, a block, and no turnovers. Adam Mokoka in 19 minutes had three points um, on one-on-one shooting, and the one shot was a three-pointer. He also had two rebounds and no other stats. And then the talk of the night, Kobe White, in 32 minutes, had 35 points on 13 of 21 shooting, had six three-pointers, seven rebounds, three assists, 
no defensive stats, and only one turnover. Um, as far as the Bulls go, it looks like they are officially in the silly season and not a moment too soon. Uh, Kobe White has been absolutely on an offensive tear at this point. I'm sure he is owned in the majority of competitive leagues. If he's not, um, definitely take advantage of listening to this podcast and add him immediately while he is uh, running hot because he has been absolutely in fuego off of the bench here. The Bulls have every incentive to give him the minutes um, because they're going nowhere in a hurry. So he's a guy who I really think is going to be looking strong to kind of close out the season here, especially with the loss of Chris Dunn. Um, and definitely for the rest of the season, we got Otto Porter, who we still haven't seen. Remains to be seen if Wendell Carter Jr. is actually going to be coming back soon. They keep seems like they just keep pushing his return out further and further. Marking is out of the lineup. So the Bulls are just really, really banged up here. Um, Kobe White is a guy who is going to give them kind of, you know, a little bit of a recharge. And like I said, can kind of give them a spark off the bid this year. So look to him. Zach Levine, of course, um, and apparently it looks like that young to really be the guys that are getting shot up for the Bulls as they kind of close out the season here. Any shot? Any uh, thoughts from you, Hank, about the, about the Chicago I agree. Bulls? Um, with everything you said, I want to note that even though the Bulls are fully 19 games under 500, they are the 10 seed and they're only six games out of the playoffs. So I don't know if they're necessarily going to pack it in. Um, obviously, I don't know how much they have to gain by getting to the playoffs and getting in the eighth seed and promptly getting swept. But um, <laughs> I mean that that may be their goal. So I I I don't know if they're going to necessarily go full development, but which I, I'm saying that for the purposes of Wendell and for Otto Porter and those guys. You know, if they were playing for nothing, those guys would probably be bigger risks to get shut down. Laurie also is not not. I don't know when Markinen's coming back either, but. Um, you know, they may, they may try to push to get into the playoffs. So, uh, you know, just keep that in mind. But like you said, Kobe White, I mean, he's probably been added in your league already, but he's just absolutely on fire. Um, that being said, if you could sell high on him, I would, I I think his field goal percentage is going to regress quite a bit. So, um, he's been great, but, and worth adding, but if, if, if you could move him for somebody better or package him with someone else, I would, I would take a stab at that. All right, yeah. let's get over to the next game here, Detroit at Denver. Uh, Christian Wood finally entered the starting lineup tonight and responded very nicely. 7 of 16 from the field, missed his two three-point attempts. 6 of 8 from the free throw line, 20 and 10, though. That's what you like. One assist, one steal, one block, four turnovers. Uh, so Wood just going to continue to be a big uh, asset to anyone who had stashed him. Um Svi getting a start, but only getting 17 minutes. Two of six from the free field, which was two of six from the three-point line. Six points, one assist, one steal, no block, one turnover. So uh, you think he might be a guy that that could potentially be useful as a guard, getting a lot of minutes, but just didn't happen tonight. Uh, Derek Rose got 27 minutes, 20 points, six of 14 from the field, seven of seven from the free throw line. Two rebounds, five assists, two steals, no blocks, four turnovers. Off the bench, um, Langston Galloway getting 25 minutes, 4 of 9 from the field, 12 points, 4 threes for him. Brandon Knight, 4 of 9 from the field, 4 threes for him as well. Six assists for Brandon Knight. Um, really, the the guy worth talking about on the Pistons is one that did not play tonight, or two that did not play tonight. One was Bruce Brown. Um, he's he's may have some value when he gets back, but but the bigger guy I'm looking at is Luke Kennard. Um 
if he comes back and he's healthy, he's probably going to have a green light and he's going to probably finish strong to the season. So um, his health is a risk. Obviously, if you're fighting for playoffs, trying to get in, you can't take the risk. But if you're firmly within the playoffs and, and you're not really at risk at, at, at losing your spot, um, he's not a bad guy to stash right now because he'll be back in a per, perhaps he'll be back in a week. We don't know. But it's not a bad thing to just add him and see if he can get healthy and get right before the fantasy playoffs because if he does, I think he's going to be a very good source of points and threes, and uh, and I think the the Pistons are going to want to focus on development. So I think um, Luke Kennard is is probably a good stash right now, and of course if a week goes by and it seems like he's not any closer, you could always cut him. But you know if you're firmly in the playoffs and you're not at risk of falling out, I would add him right now. Do you have any other thought on the Pistons? No, I definitely agree with your point on Luke Kennard. Um, I've kind of been circling him for a while now here. So I think to your point, um, if you're in position um, and you can kind of lock it in as you prepare for the playoffs to get started, it'd be a good call to go ahead and pull the trigger on him now because I think as soon as uh, we get a date, a return date here, everybody's going to be in a rush to add him. So. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it, just don't wanna just, you might as well do it now. All right, David, why don't you run us through the Nuggets? Yeah, on the Denver side of the ball, uh, Will Barton in 29 minutes had five points on one of three shooting, also contributing three rebounds, three assists, two steals, and three turnovers. Paul Millsap in 18 minutes had nine points on four of ten shooting. He had a three-pointer while contributing four rebounds, two assists, a steal, and three turnovers. Nikola Jokic starting at center had tw- in 27 minutes had 16 points on five of eight shooting, also adding a three-pointer, five rebounds, four assists, four steals, and five turnovers. Gary Harris in 31 minutes and nine points on four of nine shooting while contributing a three-pointer, three rebounds, three assists, a steal, and only one turnover. And then Jamal Murray in 33 minutes had 16 points on five of 12 shooting, adding two three-pointers, five rebounds, eight assists, a steal, a block, and only one turnover. Off of the bench, Jeremy Grant in 29 minutes had 29 points on 12 of 15 shooting, adding three three-pointers, four rebounds, and assists, no defensive stats, and no turnovers. Monty Morris in 26 minutes at eight points on four or five shooting, also adding two rebounds, five assists, three steals, and one turnover, also adding a block as well. Um, and then Michael Porter Jr. in 22 minutes had 13 points on six of nine shooting. He contributed a three-pointer while also adding eight rebounds and assists, two turnovers, and no defensive stats. Um, off of the bench here, uh, Monty Morris uh, is a guy who's been a pretty strong backup guard all year, but I think it's going to be a guy who – Truthfully, you're going to be streaming or relying on more um, more in the sense of uh, Jamal Murray or Gary Harris falling out of the lineup, probably due to injury or something like that. So outside of that, he's not really going to have a whole lot of um, holding appeal. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is a guy who looks like they're going to continue to kind of look um, look to for an offensive spark off of the bench here after they kind of cleared out the end of their roster right before the trade deadline. And then Jeremy Grant is a guy who there was some concern about um, with Millsap coming back into the lineup, but in my opinion, due to Grant's uh, defensive versatility, he's going to be a guy who they continue to give minutes. Um, I like him, and I held him in the leagues that I have him, and I'm glad that I did because tonight's line was pretty strong and shows how he can contribute um, in, in a variety of ways. Um, any thoughts from you about the about the Denver Nuggets? Yeah, I think you covered most of it. I 
will say that I was not as optimistic on Grant's rest of season value. Uh, obviously, if they keep giving him 30 minutes a night, he's locked in and he's going to be good. Uh, so that's something to keep your eye on. If they're if they're working Millsap up and he ends up taking 30 minutes and Grant gets back into the 15 to 20 minute range, uh, I don't think he'll be sustainable as a 12-team guy. But uh, as long as he's got the minutes, you might as well let him roll. And um, like I said, the team is deep and... If everyone's healthy, it's hard It's hard to get value out of the bench guys. But Porter, even Morris, if there's an injury or two, they can be valuable. So um, the Nuggets have a lot of players. And if they're healthy, then, you know, the ones that you can bank on, Jokic, Murray, Barton. But the rest is just kind of going to come down to who's healthy and who's not. Yep. Okay, let's go to the Celtics at Blazers. Both teams... Missing their star point guard, so Kemba Walker and Damian Lillard both out, uh, giving a little bit more ball for both 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 teams where they could spread it out a little bit more. Jason Tatum taking full advantage, fourteen of twenty-two from the field, eight threes, thirty-six points, five rebounds and assists, no steals, two blocks, monster game for him. Gordon Hayward, five of seven from the field, hit a three, twelve points, five rebounds, two assists, no steals, no blocks, but five turnovers. Hurting you in nine category a little bit there. Uh, Tice, four of nine from the field, 10 points, 90 rounds, three assists, no steals, no blocks, and a turnover. Marcus Smart, four of 16 from the field, four threes, six rebounds, three assists, two steals, one block, 12 points, and a turnover. Then Jalen Brown, eight of 19 from the field, three threes, five of five from the free throw line, 24 points, 70 rounds, two assists, and a steal. Off the bench, Brad Wanamaker, 26 minutes, 13 points, two threes. Five rebounds, four assists, a steal, no blocks, no turnovers. Um, obviously, that kind of production is good enough for 12-team. But uh, with Kemba Walker potentially coming back as soon as tomorrow, uh, his production will be short-lived. So um, Walker is listed as questionable for tomorrow. If he's back, then you know who you can have on the um, Celtics. If he's not, you could still stream Wanamaker for another game or two. So... Let's see what happens with Kemba Walker, but the Celtics are pretty consistent. The rotation has, uh, you know, been fairly consistent all season except for the center position. And over there, it's just three guys, each of whom is not going to have too much value with, with the way it is. Tice, probably the most serviceable of the three big men between him, Cantor, and Williams. Anything else with the Celtics? Yeah, um, just agree with your point on Tice. Uh, I, I like him. He's been sneakily valuable all, um, pretty much all season long here. And I think, to your point, he has pretty much established himself as the, the primary big man here in the Boston Celtics rotation. So I'm liking it. Yeah, and if it should be noted, if any one of them goes down, then the other two become more attractive as well. So if there was an injury to Tice, Cantor is an immediate add, you know, and you know, if if there was a way for him to get more minutes, he, he's a guy that can give you point, rebound, and, and good percentages. So, you know, as long as Tice is healthy, he's the senator own of the three. All right. What about the Blazers? All right. For the Blazers, Trevor Reason, 37 minutes at 17 points on five of six shooting, adding two three-pointers, eight rebounds, two assists, two steals, and only one turnover. Mello in 34 minutes at 14 points on 5 of 14 shooting, adding two three-pointers, two rebounds, an assist, a steal, and two turnovers. Hassan Whiteside in 36 minutes at 18 points on 8 of 12 shooting, 
unexpectedly adding a three-pointer, also contributing 19 rebounds, three assists, a block, and three turnovers. Gary Trent Jr. starting starting uh, for the Blazers tonight stands Damian Lillard. Um, in 29 minutes, had seven points on three of 10 shooting, adding a three-pointer, two rebounds, three steals, and only one turnover. And then T.J. McCollum playing primary ball handler tonight with Dame out of the lineup. 37 minutes, 28 points on 10 of 24 shooting. Had five three-pointers, four rebounds, 10 assists, three blocks, and five turnovers. Off of the bench, Anthony Simons got 20 minutes tonight and had nine points on three of 11 shooting. Had a three-pointer, also contributed a rebound, three assists, a steal, and two turnovers. And then everybody else on the bench, Zonia, um, Swanigan, and Little, uh, in my opinion, not not uh, not too fantasy relevant at this point. Um, all got 14, 11, and 10 minutes, respectively. Uh, I think with Damian Lillard out of the lineup, Simons is going to be the guy who's probably going to get more of the bump here. Um, but, of course, Jerry Gary Jr. is in the starting lineup, so I think it's kind of going to be a hot hand um, situation there between those two guys in the starting lineup. McCollum is going to soak up all the usage he can handle. Um, Trevor Reza is also a guy who's been looking pretty strong on the wing here. Um, <clears throat> with Damian Lillard out of the lineup, relying on him um, and his three-point um, capabilities a little bit more. So those are guys who I think you're kind of going to see a little bit more of a spike in their usage with Dame out of the lineup. Um, and, of course, Melo's going to get his shots because that's what he's out there to do. Any thoughts from you um, about the Blazers that played, about the Blazers who didn't, um, about the Blazers in general? Yeah, I, I, I think you covered it. Um, Ariza's been pretty good since coming over with Lillard out. I think he's given a lot of good value. I think Trent and and Simon, like you said, it's just a hot hand situation. So it's, it's just going to be based on who's who's playing better the given night. Otherwise, I don't think either one of them is really must own. Um, and given my uh, level of ownership of Damian Lillard in various places, I'm hoping it comes back soon. So uh, <laughs> hopefully hopefully it's it's just he comes back the next couple of games. Um, but we'll see. But I think, like you said, it's, it's, Ariza's probably, and, and, and Anthony are probably the biggest beneficiaries, and McCollum's going to get a lot more usage. But... Trent and, and Simons is going to be game by game, one or the other. Yeah. Okay, let's go over to the Pelicans visiting the Lakers. Wrestling legend Ric Flair in attendance on his birthday. So <laughs> anybody who likes that was there. Uh, Brandon Ingram, 12 of 20 from the field. Uh, revenge game for him. It's 34 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, no blocks, 7 turnovers, 3-3, 7-8 from the free throw line. The Lakers, uh, you know, might have regretted trading him, trading him, except that they got Anthony Davis, so not much to be concerned about. Uh, Zion Williamson, 29 points, 8 of 18 from the field, 13 of 19 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, no blocks, 3 turnovers. Derek Favors, 4 of 5, 8 points, 3 rebounds, no assists, 1 steal, 1 block, no turnovers. Lonzo Ball, revenge game for him, 10 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, no steals, no blocks, 2 turnovers. And then Drew Holiday, 5 of 19, 11 points, 9 assists, 2 steals. Also homecoming for Mr. Holiday uh, being a UCLA product. Josh Hart off the bench, only 22 minutes, 1 of 4 from the field, 3 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist. Three steals, no blocks, no turnovers. Then J.J. Redick, 20 minutes, no shots from the field, but three or three from the free throw line, five points, four assists. Nicola Melli, 
27 minutes, 5-8 from the field, 11 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, no steals, 1 block, 2 turnovers. So the Pelicans are a fairly intriguing team for fantasy purposes. Uh, obviously, Zion coming back, uh, taking up a lot of usage, taking up a lot of uh, minutes, and affecting the guys downstream a little bit. Uh, Brandon Ingram, however, still producing at a very high level. Uh, ball kind of on and off, but if you know what you're getting, you're getting bad percentage, bad field goal percentage, turnovers, but you're also going to be getting rebounds, assists, and defensive stats. Uh, Drew Holiday, poor night tonight, but he's a pretty good player, so you don't have to worry about him. And then Derek Favors also kind of on the on the borderline. However, Redick and Josh Hart, two guys that were giving pretty uh, consistent standard league value earlier this year, they're kind of getting caught in a minute crunch, and then as Nicolo Melli getting a, a bigger uh, piece of the pie here also kind of puts a Redick and, and Hard in a pinch. So uh, with this team, you know, you can expect Ingram and Zion to keep doing what they're doing. Ball and Holiday, obviously, they're going to keep going. And then Favors, Melli, Redick, Hart, these guys are kind of up and down. Uh, each one of them, you can make an argument, should be owned, especially if you need the specific statistics that they are providing, but it looks like Hart's going to be trending down, and, and so is Redick. So monitor the minutes, but if if these guys are stuck in the low 20s or high teens, they're not going to be worth owning. Well, do you see anything else with the Pelicans? Um, no, I, I, I agree with you, and um, unfortunately I did see Josh Hart get baptized tonight by LeBron in that <laughs> Laker game, and yeah, I think it's a sign of rough times to come for Josh Hart here. So, <laughs> yeah, it's tough for him, you know. But I mean, he he has been good this year, so he has. Know, let's he has. you know, see, keep your eye on him. But it doesn't look like he'll be a fantasy guy for the rest of this year. All right, how about the Lake Show? All right, for the Lake Show, the man of the evening, Bron James, thirty-four minutes tonight, forty points on seventeen to twenty-seven shooting. LeBron had five three-pointers and also contributed eight rebounds, six assists, a block, and had seven turnovers. Anthony Davis in 36 minutes had 21 points on six of 21 shooting, going 9 of 10 from the free throw line and adding 14 rebounds, three assists, a steal, six blocks, and two turnovers, block party tonight in L.A. JaVale McGee in 13 minutes had two points on one of two shooting, also adding nine rebounds and no defensive stats. Danny Green in 31 minutes had 17 points on 6 of 10 shooting, adding five three-pointers, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, a block, and two turnovers. Avery Bradley in 21 minutes had absolutely no points on 0 of 8 shooting, all went 0 of 7 from the three-point three line, but did contribute four rebounds, an assist, a steal, and a turnover. Off of the bench, KCP in 29 minutes had 15 points on 6 of 11 shooting, adding three three-pointers, a rebound, an assist, two steals, and two turnovers. And then Dwight Howard in 18 minutes had two points on one-of-one one shooting, but he did contribute four rebounds, two assists, and two blocks. And then Alex Caruso in 18 minutes had eight points on three of five shooting, going two of three from the free throw line while adding three rebounds, eight assists, two steals, a block, and a turnover. Um, as I said before, it was a block party tonight in L.A. Um, they were all over the place defensively. Uh, Anthony Davis had a little bit of scare there. 
uh, later in the game where he attempted to block a shot and looked like he kind of just hyperextended his arm or something. Um, but he did end up coming back to the game, finishing out the game. So that's good to see. Um, LeBron was an absolute monster tonight. As I said, 40 points. He was just absolutely imposing his will upon everybody out there and putting on a show. Um, and then off of the bench, truthfully, uh, Al Caruso really helped the Lakers close out the game. There was making some big plays later in the game. Um, as we know, he's been a silly season all-star. I don't think that the Lakers are going to be anywhere near silly this season, um, and they shouldn't be, rightfully so. Uh, but I think that Caruso is going to be a guy who they're going to kind of look at, um, especially as they kind of <clears throat> not – close out not pull up at the end of the season here but i think once they kind of get into a firm position where they want to be and kind of sew it all up um we're going to see those guys kind of get more minutes as lebron looks to ramp them up heading into the playoffs so Cruz is a guy who i think um is going to be worth worth the stream here and there so you kind of close out the season more so than uh you know morris rondo um guys like that and then dwight howard of course if you're looking for blocks good source of those for streaming um but yeah that's pretty much the lakers um any thoughts from you hank I think you covered it all, and uh, we can get to the final game of the evening, the Sacramento Kings visiting the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Kings still in the playoff mix, so they're going to keep playing. Obviously, we got news today that Steph Curry is coming back uh, on Sunday, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, But let's start with the Kings here. Nemanja Helicia, 37 minutes, 0 of 5 from the field. Hit a free throw, 1 point, 3 rebounds, 5 assists. No steals, no blocks, 2 turnovers. Harry Giles getting the start, getting 5 of 9 from the field. 13 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Steal, no blocks, no turnovers. Harrison Barnes shooting the ball well tonight. 9 of 12 from the field. 2 threes, 21 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist. No steals, no blocks, and a turnover. Darren Fox, 8 of 15 from the field, 4 of 9 from the free throw line, hurts a little bit, but one three-pointer, 21 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, a block, and a turnover. He did briefly leave the game, but he came back, so hopefully that's just a minor injury. And then Bogdanovich, 6 of 10 from the field, 2 threes, 17 points, 3 assists, 2 steals, no block, and a turnover. Kent Bazemore, 9 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, a block, and 4 turnovers for him. Uh, Bays has been playing pretty good since coming over. And then Buddy Heald, 19 points, 6 of 15 from the field, 5 threes, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, no blocks, no turnover. So Buddy Heald's minutes have come down, and it looks like this may be a um, semi-permanent kind of a thing. So it's kind of disconcerting if you own Heald, uh, because if he's playing fewer minutes, he's probably not going to be as productive. The flip side, Bazemore seems to be going over 30 minutes fairly consistently, and he makes sense as an ad in 12-team leagues. So uh, if, if you need a guy, I think he's pretty good to go. Uh, other than that, I, I don't like Harry Giles' game enough for fantasy just yet. His points and rebounds are good, but the free throw shooting is going to be bad. I don't think he, he makes up for it with the other statistics. Um Anything else with the Kings? No, I think he covered it. And then Holmes, we should mention Holmes is out. Oh yeah. He may be he may be reevaluated soon, but no word that he's coming back anytime soon. So um or at least nothing definitive that he's coming back. So certainly if he comes back it affects Helicia, it affects Giles. Um and obviously he's a guy you have to own if he's available, but 
Um, there's no hasn't really been any updates on what his condition is or when he's coming back. All right. How about the Golden State Warriors? David? Hey, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I think I lost you for a second. That's uh, okay. Yeah, so um, on the Golden State side of the ball, Andrew Wiggins in 30 minutes tonight had 16 points on 6 of 14 shooting, uh, with 4 of 4 from the free throw line, also adding an assist, no defensive stats, and no rebounds. Eric Pascal in 36 minutes had 12 points on 5 of 8 shooting, went 2 of 2 from the free throw line, also adding 3 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal, um, while contributing 2 turnovers as well. Marquise Chris in 25 minutes had 21 points on 8 of 10 shooting, going 5 of 6 from the free throw line, also contributing 10 rebounds, 3 assists, no defensive stats, and the turnover. Damian Lee, Lee in 30 minutes had 14 points on 4 of 9 shooting, contributing 3 three-pointers and going 3 of 4 from the free throw line, also adding 6 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, a block, and only 1 turnover. Jordan Poole in 31 minutes had 13 points on 5 of 14 shooting, adding a three-pointer and going two of three from the free throw line, also adding a rebound, four assists, a steal, and three turnovers. Off of the bench, Kai Bowman had 25 minutes and got 10 points on four of 10 shooting, also contributing four rebounds, two assists, a steal, and two turnovers. Kevon Looney in 14 minutes had five points on two of six shooting, adding three three-pointers, two assists, a block, and one turnover. Juan Castano Anderson in 21 minutes had three points on one of four shooting, adding two rebounds, two assists, two steals, and one turnover. And then Dragon Bender in 24 minutes had absolutely no points on all four shooting, but he did contribute five rebounds, an assist, a steal, and three turnovers. Um, the Golden State Warriors are uh, the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's rough times over in Golden State. Um, for basketball here so just just bear with them um marquise chris is a guy who i think definitely has some appeal um especially with draymond green pretty much i'm assuming going to be continuing to be in and out of the lineup uh so chris is a guy who i think is going to get a lot of run here um pascal was a guy who was running hot early but i think he's all but cooled off going to be more suited probably for points because he's really, really contributing solely in that category um, consistently and not really a whole lot elsewhere. Damian Lee is a guy who looks like he's just holding on to value here. Um, so that was a good line for him. So I definitely like to see that. Uh, and then, yeah, off of the bench, I mean, you really not, you really don't have a whole lot to work with here. Um, as you said, Steph Curry is supposed to be coming back over the weekend. So we definitely are excited about that, but given the rest of this roster, I don't even really know how, how consistently he's going to be playing because there's not a whole lot to play with. So, like I said, the Golden State Warriors are kind of a fantasy headache this season. Um, I don't blame you at all if you just stayed the whole team. Um, but if you got any of them, those are kind of going to be the guys you roll with. Wiggins, of course, is going to be probably the most valuable guy here um, to close out the season. Right. I think Chris went out tonight, so we got to keep an eye on him, his calf. Mm-hmm. Um and then, uh, you know, mentioned it's a headache, and it is a headache, but it's also potentially some opportunity there. So uh, let's see what happens when Curry gets back. Uh, see 
you know who ends up in the rotation i and i and it could go two ways right i mean they could they could play curry sparingly but it looks like he wants to play so they may try to get a feel for who can play with him for next season and give him 20 games or so to figure that out um but obviously you know all bets are off until curry comes back and you know who knows if that causes Draymond Green to play more or less or what's going to happen with him so uh Let's see what happens with the Warriors. It's hard to, you know, you can, Pascal is, you know, the guy I would consider adding right now. But if you don't want to, there's no rush. And then Chris is someone you got to own if he's available. But he's he's hurt now. So he may be someone that, that would be dropped tomorrow based on the injury news. So, uh, you know, keep your eyes posted on this team. Let's see what happens when Curry comes back. See who plays with them and who gets minutes and who's productive. And maybe find someone that could help you on your stretch run, but at this point it would be pure guesswork because we don't know what it's going to look like when Curry gets back. Yeah. All right, well, that wraps it up for tonight. Uh, where can they find you, uh, David? Yeah, the good people can find me on Twitter at DFB underscore three um, and catch me on Thursdays for another box score breakdown. Okay, great. You can find me on Twitter, HankAaron26, H-A-N-K-A-A-R-O-N-2-6. Otherwise, I will be back next week with David. Uh, Hope you all have a great evening tonight and hope everyone's getting their teams prepared and primed for fantasy playoffs. So again, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, Hit us up on the uh, HoopBall message boards on the forums we're there we're answering questions uh we're happy to discuss any anything you guys may have in terms of trades pickups lineups whatever it is so hit us up on twitter hit us up on the forums otherwise we'll see you all here next week david thank you very much and thank you all for joining us this evening have a great night thanks everybody This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.